So once again, you're back in your local GNC or vitamin shop or wherever you get your supplements. And uh, you're going to reach for a pre-workout and you grab your go-to formula, Bucked Up Woke AF. And you're looking at the ingredients and you see this ingredient, Alpha GPC. And so you quickly, you know, look up Alpha GPC and you read the description and you read it's a chemical made in the body from choline. And it's also made in the lab using dietary or used in dietary supplements. Alpha GPC seems to increase levels of a chemical in the brain called acetylcholine. And you ask yourself, but has any of this been proven? And what actually is alpha GPC? Like, what is the GPC? And does it actually increase attention and memory and focus? Well, let's talk about the science behind that. Welcome to the science behind that with Atticus Hamilton. Hello, all you scientists, and welcome on back to the Science Behind That podcast. I'm your host, Atticus Hamilton, and as you heard in the intro today, we're going to be talking about Alpha GPC. Before we jump into that, ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to invite all of you to go grab yourselves a nice steaming hot cup of coffee, add a little bit of maple syrup to it to bring out those autumn flavors. And uh, we'll jump right into today's episode. You know, I don't know about you guys, right? But I really enjoy having this sort of, you know, slinky jazz music, at least in the background as an intro. I really enjoy that. I don't know. I'd love to hear from you guys, though. Um, And, you know, later on in here, you may also notice that there's like kind of like a campfire sound. You know, maybe with an owl in the woods and some walking. You have no idea how long it took me to make that uh, background music or background track. It took me way too long on a Sunday. Uh, and anyway, let me know what you guys think of it. I'm I'm honestly really interested. You know, I'm always trying to improve uh, my show. You know, any way I can. Um, So I'd love to hear what you guys have to think about that too. So um, if you want to let me know, you can send me an email at thesciencebt at gmail.com. And uh, I'd love to hear your comments, suggestions, you know, questions, everything you guys have got to say. So, um, you know, sit on down. Let's talk about today's episode. So... Alpha GPC, you know, what the hell is this? Well, Alpha GPC is obviously an abbreviation, right? The, the, the full name is L-alpha glycerol phosphorylcholine. And so what is L-alpha glycerol phosphorylcholine? It is a compound that is both made endogenously in your body from choline, Um, But it is also synthesized artificially in the lab, and it's put in a lot of dietary supplements. Um, You know, you can find it in pre-workouts, you can find it as a standalone supplement, and of course, most commonly where I've seen it is it's actually sold as like a nootropic. Um, So some of you that listened to that episode, uh, I, I did do an episode specifically on nootropics, 
where I talked about the science behind, uh, you know, nootropics and the the entire industry behind it, uh, and 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 go definitely take a listen to that if you're curious what a nootropic is. But ultimately, alpha GPC is a compound that does a lot of things. Um, <laughs> at least it's alleged to do a lot of things. Um, but one thing it does do is it increases levels of acetylcholine in the brain. Now, we have talked about acetylcholine before on this podcast. It is very, very important for a lot of things. Um, you know, and, and primarily a lot of those things that we see acetylcholine um, used in is, of course, muscular contraction. Um, now... There is a long um, biochemical pathway for how um, acetylcholine works. Um, I'm not going to go into it too deep uh, here, but there are um, episodes in my podcast where I do talk about that pathway. When I talk about steroids and deer antler velvet, uh, I do go in very great detail about that biochemical pathway. So take a listen to that one as well. Um, So, okay, alpha-GPC raises levels of uh, acetylcholine in the brain. What else does it do? Well, allegedly, people use alpha-GPC for Alzheimer's disease, stroke, memory, uh, and thinking skills, and other conditions. Um, And then, of course, according to this, what is this? This is WebMD, so... You know, take take what they say with a grain of salt. But according to WebMD, there's no good scientific evidence to support these uses. Now, I went to those scientific sources to see if there actually is literature to back up the use of alpha GPC. And actually, there's a lot of literature to support a variety of different applications of alpha GPC. Um, and so one example here was the effect of a new cognition enhancer alpha glycerol phosphorylcholine on scolamine scolopamine induced amnesia and brain acetylcholine and so i believe this was done on rats and so they administered alpha gpc 600 milligrams per kilogram uh five hours before training um and um, what they determined was the effect of this substance is long-lasting, up to 30 hours, in accordance with its pharmacokinetic characteristics. Um, they also determined that the drug does increase um, acetylcholine levels in the brain, pr- primarily by acting... Uh, by increasing the acetylcholine precursor pool. So it increases the levels of the zeismogen form of acetylcholine. Um, and it observed that these levels were heightened in the hippocampus and the cortex. And um, overall, it determined, or they determined in here, that... Um, it, re, it reduces the amnesia, right? Because they induced amnesia on their test subjects. It reduced the amnesia of their test subjects and may actually work to increase 
if not cognitive skills, re- re- reduce the effects of memory wasting uh, diseases. And of course, this is an old study, right? 1991, published in the Journal of, Journal of Pharmacology, Biochemistry, and Behavior. However, a newer study from 2015 titled The Effects of, I'll just abbreviate it as Alpha GPC. Uh, caffeine or placebo markers of mood, cognitive function, power, speed, and agility. So this was a very interesting um, paper. Uh, they wanted to determine how alpha GPC compared to caffeine and, a, of course, a placebo in terms of changing, you know, mood, cognitive function, power, speed, and agility. And for this, they had 20 participants, 10 males, 10 females between the age or plus or minus three and a half years around the age of 22. Um, and they cons- one group consumed 20 milligrams of alpha GPC. Uh, another group consumed 400 milligrams of alpha GPC. One group contained 200 milligrams of caffeine. And then you had the p- placebo group in a randomized, double-blind, placebo-controlled trial. And so they performed the following measurements 30 minutes after supplementation, visual analog scales for different moods, a serial subtraction test for cognition, test for reaction time, hand-eye coordination, power, speed, and agility. Ultimately, what they what did they determine? Well, their serial subtraction test, which measures cognition, was 18.1% and 10.5% faster in the alpha GPC groups. Uh, So remember, that was the one that was 400 milligrams of alpha GPC and uh, 200 milligrams compared to uh, (laughs) caffeine and the placebo. Vertical jump peak power, they also determined, was 8.5% higher in the alpha GPC group Seven and uh, low dosage, so that was 200 milligrams, and then actually 7.5% higher in the high dosage, which is interesting to me, right? So that suggests that a lower dosage of alpha GPC is better for peak jump power than a high dosage, and of course it was uh, uh, 2% higher in the cal in the uh, caffeine group as opposed to the placebo. So ultimately from that, it, it suggests that alpha GPC does have an effect on cognition and vertical jump or vertical jump peak power. Um, and uh, so the groups consuming caffeine obviously were a lot more jittery than alpha GPC uh, users, but overall there was no, I mean, that's to be expected. And so ultimately then what were their conclusions? Their conclusions were that supplementation um, supplementation with caffeine or alpha GPC had no statistically significant beneficial effect on mood, cognitive function, or physiological performance. Now, this is weird, right? I, I hope those of you listening to this realize how weird this is. Why is this weird? This is weird because all of their data suggested the opposite, right? Their data suggested that 
actually actually speaking um the cognitive scores were significantly higher with the alpha gpc group than compared to caffeine or placebo and their vertical jump uh, scores were higher as well but the the paper concluded that there were no significant differences which is very odd they continued to say alpha gpc seemed to be beneficial for certain physical and mental performance tasks which again is is a confusing thing to say as a justification for why there is no difference because it's they basically said there's no difference because there is a difference that doesn't make sense so i just wanted to bring attention to this why the big reason i wanted to bring attention to this is because a lot of studies when it pertains to uh, supplements like this have a similar conclusion which is the results reflect a completely different conclusion than their conclusion state, right? The conclusion states that there's no difference between alpha GPC, caffeine, and placebo. But the results don't reflect that at all. It doesn't. Um, and, you know, why, why is that? I, I couldn't tell you. I, I couldn't tell you uh, why that is. But... Um, I just, I wanted to share that because of the results. The results were very interesting and it seemed to, um, it seemed to lend support to the notion that yes, there may be a use for, um, alpha GPC. Another, um, Another study here looks specifically at alpha GPC as it relates to mental recovery of cerebral ischemic attacks. And this was, again, a clinical trial. And um, ultimately, what they determined was that in 71% of the patients tested, uh, alpha GPC significantly reduced cognitive decline or forgetfulness. And this was a daily dosage of 1,000 milligrams for 28 days. Uh, and then there was also a, um, that, that there was a, a phase for the first, or following five months after this phase of 1,000 milligrams a day, which was 400 milligrams a day uh, for, for five months after that first phase. And ultimately, that's what they determined was that 71% of the patients um, demonstrated a significant reduction in forgetfulness and you know memory loss that you would expect in a cerebral ischemic attack generally. Um, and uh, there were um, a couple patients that had side effects. These side effects were like heartburn, nausea, vomiting, insomnia, and headache. Um, but ultimately, that was very interesting, right? A statistically significant portion of the test group uh, demonstrated a, a cognitive or a reduction in cognitive decline and/or forgetfulness. Um, and so the question becomes: Well, why was it only seventy-one percent? Well, people respond to drugs and substances differently, um, and it seems like this paper that was. Uh, I guess, pulled from the annals of the New York Academy of Sciences, um, 
it seems to suggest that alpha-GPC could be helpful for recovery in patients with a variety of different psychiatric or mental conditions or events, um, you know, that, that need to be treated. And so ultimately, those were three studies there that um, I wanted to highlight. So I guess what is the consensus? Well, the consensus is that it seems like there are benefits to alpha-GPC. Um, now, of course, just like with most things we discuss on this podcast, more research needs to be done. One of those, one such area of research that I think needs to be done is what is an effective dose? Because I'm just looking at a supplement product here, right? Where alpha GPC is not the main, is not the main ingredient, right? And cognitive enhancement is not the main function. But the dosage of alpha GPC in here is 300 milligrams. Now we had that one study that suggested uh, it was this study the effects of alpha GPC on uh, mood, cognitive function, blah blah blah. And it seemed like dosages between 200 milligrams and 400 milligrams were considered effective. Whereas that uh, the other study here that looked specifically at alpha GPC for cognitive uh, decline, reducing cognitive decline, it had an effective or a daily dose of 1,000 milligrams. So, you know, when we're looking at this, I think, and then the other study, the first study, the effect of alpha-GPC in reducing amnesia, they used a dosage of 600 milligrams per kilogram. So ultimately, we don't actually know, you know, what the effective dose is. Um, but it seems like overall, you know, if you're buying alpha-GPC as part of like a, a, a pre-workout or whatnot, it seems that overall, an effective dosage would be between 200 and 1,000 milligrams. Um, so, ultimately, at the end of the day, you know, ultimately, at the end of the day, are you going to want to, you know, buy Alpha Brain? For however much it costs, probably not, but it doesn't seem like it's going to hurt you. You know, if you have a dosage of 300 milligrams, you may get certain cognitive effects. But ladies and gentlemen, I hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Science Behind That podcast. Have a great weekend, and uh, remember, as always, I will see you guys on Monday and stand up and question everything. Everything.